Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Swapcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to the Elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torrent Strait Islander peoples today. We're talking again About Welcome to the Swapcast Podcast, the world's only podcast dedicated to body swap movies. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have... Lucy Thomas. And... Brandon Levi. In today's episode, we'll be breaking down the 2010 Filipino comedy, Here Comes the Bride, where five guests of a wedding swap bodies with each other when they have a car accident during a solar eclipse. But before we get into that, just a reminder that we absolutely love hearing from our listeners and we welcome film suggestions for future episodes. So please reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram, send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support our show, reviewing us is the best way possible. So to say thank you, if we reach 100 star ratings on iTunes and Spotify, we will finally fulfill our fans' most common request to review Face Off. Face Off. So, guys, welcome back. We've all returned from, well, Lucy and I returned from our extended sick leave. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Brendan, for uh, picking up the slack and doing an episode in our absence. Yeah, I should have said it. Uh, welcome back, guys. <laughs> Great to have you back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Did you enjoy your freedom of running running the program for a week? No, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Do you Too have you pressure. found a newfound appreciation for what i do yes of course Paul. <laughs> good so wait does As that it mean should that, be. The, that you chose this film for us to watch brendan no i still went with paul's mm. choice because mm. i didn't want to bother you had one job <laughs> <laughs> to overtake my dictatorship well no actually like <laughs> the 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 story idea i was i was like oh Something we haven't seen. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. was five swaps. It yeah. was a it was a magnetic hill in a solar eclipse. Like I was <laughs> It was something else. It was something else. <laughs> well, that that's a good jumping on point. So um here comes the bride, this week's movie. This is the first movie that we have covered where five char- ma- sorry, five main characters all swap bodies. Was this as hard to keep track of as that sounds? And <laughs> was this a good premise for a body swap? Uh, it was very hard to keep track <laughs> of who was who. I kept really losing it in my mind. And I thought it was a good premise. I, I liked the idea. I have See, the, some things to say, but... I'm, 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 I, I must be going the other way because I, I actually found it like... I was astounded that I've watched films in English that have yeah. done a worse job of <laughs> of like trying to like decipher who's who. Like this one, yeah. I felt like they actually did a really good job. Like um, when the maid was playing the lawyer, I knew in- like instinctively. Yeah, because that- all lawyers just like in normal life just yell out like objection, and she also <laughs> oh, yeah. kept. She also kept yelling out order in the court, which lawyers don't do, but love that. <laughs> like, it does help that everyone is, like, two-dimensional because then yeah. they have these, like, cartoonish, like, you know, flourishes. Yeah. But, yeah, I, uh, I, I, st- I stuck around. I stuck with it. I am surprised how easy it was to keep track of everyone. I actually, as it was happening, when we've, like, the 
swaps first happen, I actually, in my notes, like wrote down who turned into who because I thought I might need that to keep track of it. But I never had to go back to the note to go, oh, okay. So the bride is now the old lady and vice versa. Like, <laughs> uh, it was pretty obvious what was going on. Well, yeah, everyone's um, objectives but was But what about clear. the scene at the end when uh, they kept changing... Like a hundred times I, into I, each other. I, I will admit, I did get lost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did get lost then. Yeah, but I have to say, um, I had a really fun time watching this film. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid, and I laughed. And there was like, I'm very tired today. I'm running on no sleep, and but there was times where it broke me. Like I was crying. <laughs> I was crying laughing because I can it just was so stupid. That. Uh, this was one I definitely, you know, the good old days of us watching the movie all together, breathing in each other's particles. Um, yeah. This would have been a fun one to watch together. Yeah. There yeah. were some sex scenes that were very <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> and, like, when you're just sitting by yourself with headphones on, you're just sort of like, what is going on with my life? <laughs> <laughs> I I had a really good time and I never want to see this again. Yeah. I would, I would put that. I would, I would back that. I wouldn't back that. I would love to show this to people. Like, I don't think I'd ever watch it by myself again. But I would love to show this to people. And I've already like taken like some screenshots and stuff and sent them around to people because there's some classic lines in this film. <laughs> I think I just think that when a film starts, like literally starts with. Once upon a time, two years ago, you just know you're in for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> like, it seems like this film, everything, like, everything went to its natural conclusions and that's what made it so, so nuts. Like, yeah. the fact that they were like, well, we've got a, we've got two years until the next, lo- like, uh, solar eclipse. Um, but we can't live our lives normally. So we're literally going to live in a house for two years. Uh, this one person who doesn't want to switch bodies back, we're going to chain them to a bed <laughs> for two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like- and I argue that that should have been the film. The whole thing should have just been like a reality TV show of them in like swap jail. For two um, years. <laughs> that they had to live in for two years. Yeah. Yeah. I would say watching this film, I'm like, this is actually a swap film that could be remade as a Hollywood film quite easily. And yeah, I did think, I imagine it, it with a killer cast. Like, Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a great premise and I think that it, it could translate quite well. But then also when they introduce this whole two-year time span of five swapped people and all their friends and relatives uh, secluded in a house together because they don't want to be exposed to the like greater society that could make a really good sitcom yeah like, i could see a long-running <laughs> exactly. sitcom I see like about a, a whole bunch of swapped people i see like a mockumentary style um thing totally yeah yeah the next what we can what we do in the shadows yeah uh, with, with swapped people yeah <laughs> do you want to uh for the listeners at home paul run oh, yeah. uh, run us through the plot summary uh this is going to be impossible but yeah i can try I thought you you said it was really easy to keep track of and it was just really simple. (laughs) There's like five people to do it. (laughs) Three, two, one. Okay, so there's a wedding and all the people involved in the wedding are driving to it and it's a solar eclipse and then they're in five separate cars and the cars smash into each other during the eclipse and that caused five people, one in each car, to all swap souls with each other and then they it's the wedding day and they're all just trying to work out who they are and uh, one of them's gay and he wants to um, fuck everyone now that he's a woman and uh, then, then they realise they can't swap for another two years so um, then, uh, ah! <laughs> keep going um, though. Yeah. So then uh, they decide to live in a house together for two years, and then and I love one this. Starts- this only works because it, one of them is a super rich dude who has like a mansion that they can live in, and like they can all afford yeah. to eat and whatever. pay their way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they literally all would have to stop their lives. And for it's two like, years. what about um, you know, every other SWAT movie we see, like what no one had a big exam or a football game or, you know, like the big the big thing. <laughs> one was having their wedding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, and then once they all, uh, once the next solar eclipse happens, they decide to recreate the accident. But it doesn't work straight away. They all swap into the wrong bodies, so they have to do that like ten times over. And every time that they crash into each other, there's a sequence of them working out who each other are, and that just goes on for so long. Um, yeah, but but they eventually all get back like, into the yeah. It's like bodies. every actor was like, "I want the opportunity to do my version of X." Like, yes, and totally. So yeah, everyone got to got to go. Yeah. Everybody deserves the chance to be a over-the-top gay stereotype. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask you about that representation coming off uh, the, the back of Pride Month. How do you uh, feel yeah. there? This, this and his film, friends, and his friends. This film is wildly offensive. It is wildly offensive, and it made me laugh so much because it's <laughs> so, so offensive. You can't help but laugh. And I don't know, like... I don't think there's a mean spiritedness behind it, but it is still offensive. Like the, the implication of the film is that all, well, I don't know, all gay men, but definitely this gay man is like an all, he's an awful person who's only obsessed with like having sex with straight guys. Mm. So before he swaps, it's established that he is only attracted exclusively to straight guys. Um, and that's why he can never have a relationship. And then when he finds himself swapped into a beautiful woman's body, he's like immediately like, I got to fuck everyone. And, <laughs> and you know, when all the other characters are trying to reason with, with him, he, he just won't have it at all <laughs> to the point where they have to tie him up, <laughs> chain him up <laughs> so that he can't, you know, go fucking fuck crazy on everyone. What about when the gay friend <laughs> sees... Like his his gay friend having sex with a woman because it's yes. a swapped body, and he yeah. runs out of the room and he vomits like very <laughs> like just very real disgusting vomit out of his mouth. Like they just yeah, they just show yeah, you it, everything. In a in a Hollywood film, it'd be like turns the other way, and you might see the vomit like spray subtly. This is like. Full vomit, like exorcist vomit scene. <laughs> <laughs> and only because he walked in on his gay friend on having straight sex with sex, a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and then the other gay guy comes and walks in on it too, and he starts crying. <laughs> like, they're sobbing. scarred for life. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, is it, is it a, an offensive stereotype? Like, do you know much about the gay culture in the Philippines? Maybe it's, maybe it's, you know, bang on. <laughs> <laughs> that gay men need to be chained up in the Philippines. I'm pretty sure that's that's not a thing. <laughs> and that's on the editing room floor. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, we have to point out there's always going to be cultural nuances that, like, we can't understand. I'm interested. Why was it like every fourth sentence was in English? English, what, what, yeah. What was that? I mean, I, coming- that really threw me. Like, I, I was like, I'm reading, and now I'm hearing, and and then I like my brain switches off the reading, and then it all of a sudden is back to yeah. And sometimes the subtitles were like very much a generalization of like a big uh, thing that had just been said. So it was a bit like, what? That's not what. <laughs> well. Like, I can't speak as a Filipino person, obviously, because I'm not one, but um, I'm Maltese, and Malta is another country where the uh, English and Maltese are both widely spoken by the entire population. So that it I would think. just be a thing of, of and, uh, yeah, both languages I, just in yeah, the same so when, paragraph. When you're in Malta, that it's a very common thing, like one one. Si- sentence in English, one sentence in Maltese, or even like a sentence constructed of both languages. I I think it's a similar situation. Mm. One of the scenes that really made me laugh in this (laughs) film, though, uh, so there's the mother of the bride and her best friend is her daughter's godmother and the bride and her godmother swap bodies. So the godmother is the daughter and when she wakes up, she goes to speak to her mother and the mother just flips out, 
So her friend obviously has just been in a car accident, being concussed and waking up and she's like, mum, what's wrong? And And her reaction is slapping her in the face. Chain her up, throw away the key, put her in a straitjacket. It's like, even if there was no swap involved, surely a doctor, they just go with it. Surely a doctor would be like, oh, there might be some confusion or amnesia or she'll come good. But it's just like, no, it's straight away. She's got like a crazy bandage on her head and a straitjacket. Or or a nurse will be like, can you stop slapping her, please? Yes. (laughs) And the injection, the injection, the sedative they give her is like, it's like it's you. The, it's the syringe you would give to a horse. Yeah. <laughs> and they just inject it to her neck. But yeah, she like fully slaps her in the face like four times. And then they put her in a straight jacket. And like all she did was call the woman her mother. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but she was going to ruin the wedding. <laughs> and then later she's like, I'm really worried about my best friend. I think after the wedding we'll give... we'll find her some help it's like you <laughs> don't let her, her in the ruin face. this wedding yeah <laughs> what did you guys think of the wedding itself so, so both dresses are a total boot oh my god they're both a disaster <laughs> yeah the fact that the uh or uh take-home presents for the guests were love heart shaped pillows, and each side was like one side was the groom's face, and one side was the and bride's she had the face. audacity to say, "I hope that the wedding favors are tasteful." It's like <laughs> in what world? That imagine going to a wedding and getting that as the present. So like, what I am I gonna have... fucking do with this? <laughs> I just a beach wedding. It's not for me, Paul. You're gonna get married on the beach, aren't you? You look the type. I would have to get married to begin with. <laughs> I'll have a dying alone party on the beach. <laughs> what's 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 a the look the type for having a beach wedding? Paul like loves why? he loves warm weather. He's a little like water baby beach boy. I was, I picture him going to like Disneyland and doing it in the All castle. Oh, that big time! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like again. I'm not going to get married. <laughs> so, gentlemen, send your uh, request, your proposals to the Swap Plus podcast at Gmail. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, yeah, I will have a, a destination beach funeral. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> you'll make us, you'll make us go to another country to, to go to your funeral. <laughs> yeah, I'm being buried in Fiji. <laughs> <laughs> And then we're gonna like and, weekend at Bernie's you on the beach. Yeah, I want to. Re- I want my corpse to recreate the scene of this film when the gay guy swaps into the woman's body, and then she goes and interrupts that beach volleyball game and has like a dance party dance on the party. beach with all <laughs> the no sexy music. boys. <laughs> and then says, "My body is a wonderland. Your body is a wasteland." <laughs> Uh, did you see there was a little easter egg in this movie just for us did you see it um so when they're stuck in the house together Mm. they're all watching swap movies yeah Um, did you see a pile of yeah yeah they had like big 17 again i didn't see it them all hot Uh, chick freaky friday suddenly 30 we've done them all there was no yeah and (laughs) And if you really look closely, you could only see the bottom like centimeter of the cover. Yeah, but um, you knew what like, it was. Like father, like oh son my was God, on the bottom. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I did wonder what that one was. Like, so funny. The, it, it does like. <clears throat> I, I was surprised to see seventeen again because watching this film and looking at it, I was like, "This is from like the nineties, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> so I read no, that this opened the same weekend as Iron Man and it did better <laughs> at the box office in the Philippines <laughs> than Iron Man. Yes, <laughs> justice. <laughs> um, well, if Robert Downey Jr. yelled out, I have a gay man inside my body, <laughs> <laughs> then maybe it would have done better. You know the scene in uh, swap movies where, you know, they're trying to prove to their friend that they are who they are. And they're like, remember when this happened? In this film, it was your first kiss was with your first cousin. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, how how full on is this going to (laughs) get? 
<laughs> See, that's what I mean. Like, you have to dig that well deep to be able to convince someone. And, like, yeah. they they kept continuously going there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I appreciated that. What about, like, all the uncomfortable sex scenes? Let's really um, drill down into the narrative of those. <laughs> Which um, one? <laughs> oh, I just... The thing that made me laugh was, you know, when it's, like, the couple that got married... But it's, yeah. you know, one of them is now a middle-aged woman, if not older. Yeah. yeah. And, like, they're trying to have sex because they waited. Like, On they didn't have honeymoon. sex. Yes, they didn't they, have they sex waited before four marriage. Years. Yeah. And yeah. then um, <laughs> she's going, focus, just focus. And I'm going, don't focus. Turn the fucking <laughs> lights off. <laughs> don't and tells, focus. Tells, tells him to just close his eyes. <laughs> and then she's like, look away. Do you want to put a pillow on my face? <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> that, yeah, there was some scenes like that which I was laughing my ass off, but were yeah. really dark. Like, <laughs> yeah, like the maid situation that her parents. She basically works as a as a a, a slave. A, yeah, a slave. Like she's a maid to this family, and she gets none of the money because her. Family is so poor. And she what got those it? she got those text messages and it was like, Your father's in the hospital, your dog is I'm, dead. I'm ill too. <laughs> yeah. Your brother's been stabbed. Your yeah. sister's <laughs> yeah, pregnant and your dog's dying. <laughs> it's like Oof, please rough. send us money and also <laughs> phone credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you had to fun. care about phone credit? <laughs> yeah. It was huge. <laughs> And that fucking kid that she has to take care of, like, the world's worst child. Oh, my God. Horrible. Um, yeah, I like, it definitely gave me um, flashbacks of the Babadook, like, that awful <laughs> kid in that film. Actually, um, I haven't seen that movie. It's You've pretty much watched it now that you've watched it. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he, she, they go on a road trip and she forgets to pack his PSP. So, like, there's, like, this 10-minute sequence of him, like, screaming in her face, you, I need my PSP! Yeah. <laughs> over and over and over again. It, it was truly horrifying. It was a nightmare, for sure. Um, yeah. One thing I just will, I just do want to, like, put a hole in is... um. What were they supposed to learn? Like, this should have been some some visiting of, of themes that they were supposed to... Do you know what I mean? Uh, did they... Well, I think they just got to live out their... Like, it was like wish fulfillment more so than actual... Uh, mm. And anyone needing to learn a lesson. Because we yeah, just... The, the nanny was poor and she wanted to know what it's like to be rich. And the old man was old and wanted to know what... It, when it Wanted feel to be, like feel young, young again. again, yeah. Then the um, lawyer bride, lady, the lawyer the- lady, she wanted love. Yeah, I, I think so. She yeah, certainly- you're really reaching, guys. She <laughs> arms her. Lawyer lady was a bit vague, but she just seemed to order in the court. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, and the gay guy wanted dick. Yeah, yeah. From straight and, in. and the bride yeah. wanted. Her fucking body back because she's been waiting four years to touch that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about the wedding dress when she when she alters her wedding dress and it's like she puts like lampshades and fake flowers on it and I love yeah. the premise of like someone taking shears to like a bed sheet and then walking out in you know something beautiful but it was a fucking disaster. Yeah, and that was supposed to be a gay man in that body making that dress no gay man would have like saw the end product and go this is acceptable i'm sorry (laughs) um i did really laugh wait did you think his clothes when he was in his own body were were stylish he he was doing him you know like (laughs) he was living his fantasy that's right yeah the the bit that made me really laugh as well is the uh old man when he goes into the gay guy's body and then like the gay guy is a um a makeup artist and he has image to do the stylist. Image stylist, sorry. He's um, a really gag. <laughs> that was not a good gag, by the way. No. Um but yeah, he has to do this girl's makeup and he just like smears it looked like when Marge Simpson got 
shot with the makeup gun. But, like, even worse than that, because the Marge Simpson makeup gun, at least it was, like, in the general area. It was, like, lipstick, eyeshadow. But this was just, like, he made her look like a panda, like a a neon panda. She had one blue eye (laughs) and one purple eye that went, like, all over her face. Yeah, it looked like he just took took it in his hands and just ran it down her face. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, Brendan, if you uh, went into a gay man makeup person's body and Image was, told, yeah, was told to go and do a woman's face, you'd do a better job than that? <laughs> yes. But, like, she, I also was, like, confused because she, she was like, give me the natural look. And so he, he, his hands went to, like, neon Pink and purple. purple. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, it all worked out because they ended up Together. fucking, they- fucking hours, like mere like hour later. And, I love uh- his sons as well <laughs> meet their new stepmom who's like, what, 70 years younger than the, the rich grandpa. And they're just like fine with it. It's like, she's coming for your inheritance. Like this should be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, know if they were they, fine with it. They found love beforehand, like in the other body. Don't you think that? That it was, it meant something that she like stuck it out with him for those two the years. The stepsons just like immediately embrace that woman. They should, they should be like, "You're younger than me. This is not good." Yeah, I don't think it was much of a sacrifice on her part because she knew that he was the rich man after like ten minutes of knowing them. Plus, the, for the two years, she was getting to fuck a guy in his 40s rather than a guy in his 80s. Yeah, and that so, guy's so old, he won't live very long, and then she'll get all his money, and the step, the yeah. sons are going to be left out in the cold. I've invented <laughs> the whole sequel, which, by the way, I read, is there a sequel? I don't think so. I wrote, but literally the last thing I wrote was, don't tell Paul, but I just couldn't help. <laughs> I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> It would be pretty difficult to make a sequel out of this. I think they should just do the two years in the house and all the things yeah. that happened. When the bride in the middle-aged woman's body escapes the hospital, um, the amount of nurses that get injured in the front and other patients. <laughs> and patients. It's like the, it was like the Blues Brothers, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. yeah everyone was going- chasing her down. <laughs> Yeah, they were going out of their way to just, like, knock people to the ground. And she's yelling, where's the exit? And, like, orderlies are, like, pointing to where it is. I'm like, this woman's in a straitjacket. She's, like, leaving carnage in her wake. (laughs) Obviously, you wouldn't be like, there's the door. And then she's running down the street while kids are pelting things at her. (laughs) And then some ice cream vendor throws, like, a frozen drink at her face. (laughs) Guys, was this a masterpiece? I think it might have been. As I regale it, it does come back with fonder memories than when I was watching it. Did you enjoy the scene when we're establishing the characters and that dog was fucking her leg? No. (laughs) That's all I have to say about that. End of conversation. Did you did you appreciate their uh, their endings? Like, were you were you happy to see um, the the gay guy get like a sponge bath from three hot orderlies? Yeah, that felt a little bit like there was that wasn't ethical. Well, the, I mean, they what's seemed not ethical really ha- they seemed really happy to give it. They were like pumped. Where each one that came through the door was just like. You ready for your SpongeBob? Yeah, I think it actually wasn't that he was in hospital. It was like the set of a soft core porn. Or <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, he was hallucinating. Because <laughs> I've been to hospital and that shit never happens. When I, got I my, love- when I got my tonsils out, we were all waiting in that room to get like wheeled down to the theatre. And it, like all the orderlies are waiting to see who they have to take. And I, I did get a very handsome one. And I was like, you know, wearing a shower cap and a surgical gown and like surgical socks. Mm. So I was like, of course, why can't I get a nice lady? I don't want the cute guy. <laughs> How was his sponge bath skills though? Well, I didn't need one. So. <laughs> <Your> tonsils. <laughs> Before I go in, please. <laughs> now, at the end, because when uh, when the the bride to be is back in her body and her um, partner are in hospital beds next to each other, and they're like, well, like 
let can we now make this it's been six years can we now make this official does that mean when he was when the bride was in the lawyer's body he and her did not have sex for two years i think that was the implication because they said like they were still waiting he He could not he could not get an erection for a (laughs) middle-aged woman (laughs) <laughs> I, I, she was that fucking gross <laughs> that he was like, that, no. <laughs> like, Eddie Murphy does, like, a great bit on, like, a cracker in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it applies here. <laughs> Especially you're trapped in a house for two years. You're telling you're, me... You're sleeping in bed next to each other. He definitely, they definitely did. Uh, that's my opinion. And it was like the official, like, I get you in your original body consummation. Yeah. Yes. No, I agree. Like, it, 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 I think out of everything in this film, that's the most unrealistic thing. That yeah. <laughs> Lucy's just like in a fugue state. <laughs> I refuse to take part of this conversation. Uh, I was going to go on this whole tangent about how, you know, the way at the end they're um like they want to get it on and they're in the hospital beds next to each other. Yeah. And they've got like casts on their legs and stuff. You just know that that's someone's fetish. Um, For a while, I don't know why I was getting all these targeted ads for like fake knee braces and fake like braces. to It's like fetish gear. Yeah. Oh, Wait, you yeah. were getting targeted ads for this stuff? No, do you know what it was? It was like an Instagram account that wanted to follow me. Ah. Yeah, and it like I clicked on it, I'm like, oh, who's this? And then I'm like, oh, things exist that I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> like, how good do you think that sex was where he couldn't move his leg properly and she was in a neck brace? Not I the feel best. Like- I feel like they probably should have waited another week or so. Yeah, they probably <laughs> broke more bones and then had to, like, wait even longer. I just want to say, I do think a, uh, there was an outstanding performance by the maid. Whoever whoever that woman was, I actually think she stole the show. Every time she was pl- portraying a different character, I knew exactly who it was. And I think she deserved a bit of a, you know... Uh, I thought that the the gay guy in the bride's body was pretty, that was pretty unreal. Yeah, because at Mm. the start, I was like, does she know how to speak English? Is she just (laughs) saying it phonetically? And then all of a sudden, that character is playing the gay guy, and it's all of a sudden a a totally different personality. I was like, oh, I guess she was just going for this weird... Yeah, I hated her as herself, but then yeah. when she became the gay guy, I was like, ah, oh, uh, she can act now. Yeah, like, yeah, why yeah. would a girl yeah. that pretty, great segue for Hot or Not, but why would a girl that pretty choose a wedding dress that ugly? It was like someone had wrapped a doona, <laughs> someone had wrapped a doona around her and put diamantes on it. It's like it was it was hideous. Yeah, and she was like properly. a beautiful, tiny, like, and it was a doona. Hmm. But then she got the the dress the like the really cool one made out of a <laughs> lampshade yeah hideous Nina, there's a gay man inside my body my god hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, so you heard what we thought of the movie. But how attractive did we find the cast? Now it's time for Hot or Not. Take it away, Lucy. Oh, are they a toot or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if they're hot or not. Ding. 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 Everyone, Everyone is beautiful, is beautiful in, their in their own way. way. Now do it in Filipino. <laughs> Eddie, editing this out. <laughs> All right. So, Angelica Pan. Ganaban, who played Stephanie, which was the bride. Very pretty. Yeah, very pretty. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out if she was hotter 
as the gay guy or as herself. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, she- the character was super annoying. She was so, like, meek. Mm. Yeah, that was... I think I found that more irritating than being loud and obnoxious completely yeah yeah i i think she was hotter as the gay guy i like the fact that she was just down to fuck like it was- <laughs> and i love as well she was there was that scene of her in the um bathing suit it's like where did you even get that from no they they showed it she got the bathing suit out of her luggage and then she cut it up, cut it up. Oh, yeah. i must have looked away for five seconds wow um, she's just so talented with those scissors that's amazing <laughs> I do, yeah, I do like someone who could just run into a crowd of strangers and go, let's dance. Yeah. <laughs> they all start dancing. That's an energy that I enjoy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eugene Domingo as Preci, who was the lawyer that she swaps into. So hideous that he could not get an erection for two years. <laughs> two years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> do you reckon that two years he slipped into the gay guy's room? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like just be quiet. Just don't speak. <laughs> you just look like speak. my you look like my wife. Um uh look, I feel like in the the first the first bit, like when she is herself, they gave her like a bad haircut that and stuff. Hairdo, yeah. That made her so much uglier. Yeah. <laughs> And her personality was yeah. fucking hideous. <laughs> but then when she's like living in the house, she like her hair chilled out a bit, and she was like a pretty lady. Yeah, like when she had it like straightened and stuff, she was. I, 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 I like the haircut have... at the start is kind of like a Karen haircut. <laughs> it's like short, that real speak to the manager haircut. So, like if if you see her IMDb picture, she's actually legit beautiful. Yeah, there you so, go. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think this film did her any favors. Um, I personally thought she was hottest in the straight jacket. No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have you been using Lucy's account? Yeah. (laughs) That's why she's getting targeted at. (laughs) Um, I'm going to give her a knot because, like, as as her own personality, she was fucking annoying. And, like, speaking in lawyer speak 24-7. It's like, and we not get even it. Real, You're a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> I object. Um, yeah, pretty pretty awful. Uh, John Lapis as... This is probably one of the best names of any character we've had in any of the films we reviewed. Toffee Carbonell. <laughs> Toffee Carbonell, <laughs> the gay guy. Um... Wait, is that his last name? The gay guy? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like, you know, like John Lester II. He is like Toffee Carbonell, the gay guy. It's his, it's his title. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. I'm going to give him a oh, knot. He was, he yeah, was, I was. <laughs> <laughs> he's a knot. He's, he's like got predator vibes. Yeah. He is, um, yeah, he ended just, Pride Month. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not feeling it. Not feeling it. I'm sorry, John, but maybe in another role you could work it, but not not as toffee. And then also I just hated when his character when he swapped into the old guy, telling the girl that like women shouldn't wear makeup and they're so much more beautiful when they don't. I'm and, like, Yeah, and, we and he- hate when you fucking say that. It's like, if a man wants for me to wear less makeup, all he needs to do is ask, and I'm going to say no. (laughs) (laughs) Also, like, the fact that he went into a sexual relationship with that woman and kept calling her child. um, Oh, no. Yeah, wasn't loving that. Um, Yeah, like, 89? How old was he when they did his birthday cake in the house? Yeah, I think it was 89. And a 20-year-old? I'm not here for it. No. (laughs) Um, Tuesday Vargas as Madeline. I think Tuesday the- is such a cool name, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she, like, so this is the maid. If you look at her IMDb picture, she is, like, a cool chick. Like, yeah. she, she, in real life, she's got, like, this short silver, like, hairdo and, like, tattoo, uh, sleeve tattoos. Really? Like, she's a cool Cool looking lady. Oh, good for her. And she, like yeah. Brendan said, she was a good actress. So she gets a hot. She, oh, and also, as soon as she, like, put that hair back and got a. After got she was being terrorized by that child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
took yeah, it took some uh, some authority, you know. I I I'm gonna give her a hot heat even in this film. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> even, even when this film tried to do that to her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give her a hot. And Jamie Fabregas, the last uh, member of our swap fivesome, the old man. <laughs> so when he was swapped, <laughs> it, when he was doing that thing about how much everything cost, he was already swapped, wasn't he? Uh, yes. Okay, because I just hate when rich people are like, this is so expensive, and it's like, you're fucking rich, get over it. Um, yeah, but how much was the cake? 200,000 something. Pesos. So, I don't think that would be as much. Know, it's 200,000 of something. I'm it had gold leaf pesos. in it, maybe. And how stupid was it when, like, they're having the chase sequence and then the two people just start carrying the cake around in a panic? And you're like, are you trying to drop it on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so look, he just... Uh, no, he was a bad dude. He, like, tricked that young girl into having sex with him. Um, that's a, that's and, almost $6,000 for a cake. 89-year-old. <laughs> there you go. Um, Six thousand dollars is pretty reasonable for a wedding cake. Yeah, no, that stands that. up, but that's full on like shit. Yeah. Six and it, it was a big fucking cake as well. Yeah, um, one that was... could level a lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah. he he was a bad dude. So but... yeah, I'm giving him a not. Yeah, not attractive at all, Brendan. Ah, but uh, I liked him in that relationship. I think they were oh! good together. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, he's a not. Uh, Say so, Kay Cortez as Marie's the uh, girl that he grooms. <laughs> She's an adult, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but he still lied to her, so there was an element of uh, I don't know. He like gaslighted her into a relationship. Ah, uh, he definitely was lying about who he's uh, like identity fraud, maybe <laughs> <laughs> manipulation. Um, I thought she was super pretty. Yeah, yeah, and she yeah. was quite confident, and yeah, and like if she wants to wear makeup, she can. So fuck mm. all the haters. So she gets a hot from me. Yeah, I'm giving her a hot. Yep. Okay, and finally, Tom Rodriguez is Harold, the groom. Okay. He was pretty fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Would you wait I- four years, Paul? No, there's no way. <laughs> we wait four drop, hours. But that's <laughs> your reward. <laughs> yeah, and four years of nothing. Fuck that shit. Um, Tom Rodriguez, I always appreciate a slow motion, like exiting a, a body beach. of water. Yeah, shot. Um, and this film gave that to us, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. It, his erectile dysfunction maybe would give him points off, but otherwise, uh, <laughs> I can't. Just me like lie back and think of England, dude. Come on. Like, I could understand if he was like, if if she had swapped into the old man, just say, I understand that he couldn't get it up for him, but like, she wasn't that bad. Yeah. And a, a common uh, phrase that Lucy would, would say. All cats feel the same in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just turn the lights off. And don't, like, so intensely tell him to focus on you. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And, like, he hasn't had sex, presumably, for, for at, le- at least four years or even longer. Maybe they were, like, high school sweethearts. This was his first girlfriend. He's never had sex with anyone. Yeah, like, for real. Like, if they were that religious, like, a cool breeze could have set him up. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, 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 Bob. Oh, you're acting weird. What are you doing? Mmm. Oh, I'm a weird hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Babe, hey, hey, Steph. Steph, you sure you want to do this? Yeah, sure, no, sure. Is that your final answer? Yes, it's not their final question. Now it's time for opinion swap where we find some entertaining reviews of Here Comes the Bride from across the interwebs. Now, unfortunately, there were heaps of reviews of this film, but unfortunately, like, none of them slammed it. Everybody fucking loves this movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's universally loved. Yeah, well, I I looked it up on Letterboxd, and it was like a 3.7 or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we might be seeing a good film. Yeah. well, we'll, we'll we see where it ranks. Yeah. We saw a film. I had a good time. 
Yeah. So I, I'm going to read one that kind of encapsulates what people um, generally think. This is a uh, Ray Benny Payo. He gives it five stars on Letterbox, and he says, "I have seen Here Comes the Bride many times by now, and it always feels brand new. I don't know why, but one thing is for sure: this film is one of the greatest comedy movies of all time. Calibrated with brilliant actors and director, the film is a hilarious ride from start to finish." I tell you, it's not your average body switching movie. In the end, this film is a must see Filipino classic. By the way, beware of the post credit scene. Did you guys stick oh, around for yeah, the post credits? Credit. Uh, I, I think so. It was like a, they have a it seance. Explained, ex- explained why them. Oh, no. I didn't. It did feel like the setup for another film, really. Yeah, so it, it flashes back to the two years when they were in the house and they decide to get a psychic to do a seance to try to work out why they were the five that swapped. Mm-hmm. And then this would be find- around episode three in the series. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they find out that their five souls have been like linked throughout history back to caveman times. And you yeah, see, it like, shows a- like, yeah, photos of the five of them, like, in different What do you think it says and- about me? But as soon as I could shut the laptop, <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, right. I missed that. Yeah. So do you guys agree that this is one of the greatest comedies of all time? No. <laughs> like, I, I, I have to say, like, the production was the thing that I was probably most trying. That was, I was going to ask, like, the sound, the way the sound worked, like, every time a scene ended, it was, like, really, like, abrupt, the sound. I I don't know how Mm. to describe what that is, or that it's, like, nothing, like, mushed together. And if anyone gay was on screen, my ears would be bleeding from their, like, (laughs) shrill screams. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, that's realistic. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um, like the yeah just the the lighting and the the look of it was just the part that i think is hardest to get over mm-hmm. yeah. for me yeah no i agree but also like this wasn't a high def blu-ray copy of the film that we all watch so possibly <laughs> watching it in its proper format might... I, I think even so yeah, like I don't the, think so. even Look, the, the I don't composition think this is gonna... of shots and everything yeah. like it felt like i was watching a like a sitcom from i don't know the philippines philippines yeah <laughs> <laughs> you always fall for boys who like girls Tama. why don't you open your heart for boys who like boys? Mm. Yuck! Parang kayo? Simbabakla nyo yung mga jowa nyo? Over my dead sexy body. Alright, so um, let's get to tenuous recommendations where we each recommend a piece of media that is linked to today's movie in some way. And a reminder, if you ever want to see a list of all the recommendations we have made on the show, head over to our letterbox page, which is linked on our website. So I'll get us started. Um, my connection is movies that are set at the beach, which this film is. So I wanted to recommend the 2013 Disney Channel original movie, Teen Beach Movie. <laughs> Have either of you guys seen this? No. Oh, my God. So Have this- you? No, it just it's just irritating that they've got a... Fucking film for every occasion. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's zombies. Let me tell you about zombies. <laughs> zombies oh, three is coming out We've in two weeks. High school. I'm so excited. Zombie three in two weeks. But anyway, um, so Teen Beach movie. Tell me about this generic property. So this is not generic <laughs> at all. Uh, this is actually one of the most interesting Disney Channel original movies, and probably one of the most like high production value Disney Channel original movies that they've ever done. Uh, it stars Ross Lynch, who you guys might remember from the classic status update that I made, I think, Lucy watch as a tenuous recommendation. Uh, wasn't Lucy? Or was it was you? It yeah. oh, I think it was you, actually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I know you've become a lifelong fan of Ross Lynch <laughs> since that film. So, um, there's another... his name. <laughs> um, so... This film is essentially a remake of Pleasantville. So uh, basically it's about this couple and the girl has found out she has to move away 
to live with her auntie, which means the couple's going to have to break up. Um, but then before that happens, they magically get sucked into a 1950s beach musical um, and ha- are kind of forced to live in the movie. But then uh, them being in it, they start changing the, you know, the minds and opinions of the people in it and the movie starts falling apart. Um, and It really uh, is Pleasantville. It is. It's Pleasantville. Uh, but it's a musical because they've been sucked into a musical and the music's like super fun and like it's like uh, fun 50s music (laughs) yeah so like instead of like your normal disney channel kind of songs they've actually made the effort to recreate the style of a 1950s beach musical so it really sets this apart from a lot of the other disney channel movies and i would i like dare say this is like a genuinely fun enjoyable movie um that i like a lot of these disney channel movies i'm like i love this but i'm not gonna claim it's a good movie this one i would i would actually say it's like genuinely good so um yeah teen beach movie sounds fun yeah so is ross lynch he uh he also is in a few other disney properties eh like he's um Austin and he's Ali. Quicksilver in in uh, Wonder Vision and no, that's a different actor. <laughs> <laughs> they um, look exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lucy, what's yours? Okay, so I went with the theme of a wedding. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I tried, um, and I'm doing about time. Nice. I've never seen this. Oh, really? So yeah. um, it's got Brendan's favorite thing. Have you seen it? Time travel? No, I haven't. I haven't. Is it? Is there's like two out there, and I always confuse them. Is it the one with um, Eric Banner grooming a child, or the other one? Ooh, the other no, one. The other one. The okay. other one. Yeah. So um, a guy finds out on his twenty first birthday, and it's the guy from um, Star Wars and Frank and whatever that actor's name is. Ex Machina. Yeah. Um, so good actor. Sorry about your name, buddy. Tom um, Hall Gleason. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, he finds out on his 21st birthday, his dad like takes him aside and tells him um, that he can time travel and that all the men in their family can, like when they turn 21, they get this power. Um, and then um, through like a series of hijinks, he meets and unmeets and has to re-meet like the love of his life. Um, like through time travel, he kind of muddles it up. And um, then he uses time travel to try and plan the perfect proposal and have the perfect wedding and um, kind of finds out that all of that doesn't really matter. And it's got some really beautiful themes about um, family and love in it. And it's just a really sweet film. It's got Bill Nye in it as well. He plays the dad. Um, And Rachel McAdams um, of Mean Girls and... Hot chick alum. So, so um, when uh, you guys took a break from the podcast for a couple of weeks, I did uh, Doctor Strange uh, with Brod and Liam mm. on the show, and uh, Liam actually did uh, About Time as his really? tenuous recommendation as well. Oh, I'm behind. Um, I didn't get to listen. Yeah, we actually uh, did some messages because the thing is with that episode, it gets very geeky about <laughs> the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And at the end of the episode, I was like... Yeah, so look, I'm just going to say I did start listening and I just tuned out. No, yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> well, I literally in that episode, I'm like, there is no way Lucy is listening to this whole episode. <laughs> and we actually said, like, gave you a code word so that if you actually do listen to it, you say it and we know and obviously oh, that didn't happen. <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, I just have to tell you, like, as a child who now will repeat, uh, as a mother of a child who will now repeat anything they hear, mm-hmm. uh, I can't listen to our podcast in the car with him anymore because, <laughs> Paul Mitzi, you say some things. <laughs> and that's why I'm so behind on our episodes. Yes. No, Actually, on, on all podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's a, a double recommendation. Everybody loves About Time. That's actually his favorite Shit. movie of all oh, time. Oh, sweet! So. That's so sweet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd be interested in, in like hearing what you guys think of it because I feel like it's um, 
like very tender. So maybe mm. it wouldn't be something that normally Brendan would normally watch, but I do know you love time travel. So <laughs> I like tender things. Uh, I watch Cha Cha real smooth. But there is a, um, I haven't seen that yet either. So this is, I'm oh, well, so way behind on everything. There is like a kind of coming of age element that you love, like understanding your place in the world. I'd like to know the time travel. What sort of time travel are we talking here? Like, will I be frustrated by it? Or is it more like Bill and Ted's where you're like, don't worry about it? Um, it, it is maybe the frustrating kind because the guy's like going to do his proposal and then like it's a rainy day or whatever and then like goes back, like, you know, tries to, to do it just is right. It, have you ever seen the, f- the film Frequency? Um, That's like my, my like least favorite like uh time travel where like someone gets their hand chopped off in something happening in the past and they're having a fight in the future and like their hand disappears and they're like Whoa. it's not that doesn't happen but um it's like no your your hand's been missing for 20 years mate what's, yeah what's going on yeah anyway. it doesn't that doesn't happen but it is the sort of thing where he keeps trying to repeat things to to get them to be perfect and kind of finds out that maybe that you know life isn't like that and that he makes some mistakes in doing that like he erases something like he loses his his uh, girlfriend. He has to meet her again and and make it go well. Mm. Yeah, right, I, I cool. really like it. All right, Brendan, what's yours? Uh, mine is a little. Uh, do you call it a mockumentary if it's trying to be like serious? Like, yeah, if it's if it's not a real documentary and it's aping the style of a documentary, then it's a mockumentary. Uh, I am recommending the mockumentary. <laughs> Uh, the mockumentary horror, uh, like Lake Mungo, <laughs> which is not, uh, <laughs> but is in the vein, I guess, of the Blair Witch Project. Um, it's, uh, it's, a, uh, I think it's Melbourne. Uh, I can't remember where, anyway, it's an Australian film. Mm. Um, and it's about a sort of a, a, a missing, uh, child case and, uh, there's like this supernatural element to it and it's like does a really good job of 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 playing something that would suck you in like on netflix you know late at night is that the link that it's super like is there a solar eclipse did you say what the link was oh um like if you look at the time code for (laughs) a minute and 70 no sorry not 70 uh 24 frames in uh they say i'm a mo- sorry, a glue monk, which is an anagram for like Mungo. So there you go. I made that up. Yeah, it's just a supernatural link. <laughs> Paul's frozen and he looks so pissed off. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it could not be any more perfect. <laughs> you were literally frozen like this, Paul. <laughs> yeah, like you're gonna yeah. come on my podcast with your bullshit links. No, it's good. And, Keep telling us yeah. about it. No, I, 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 it does a really good job of, of um, sucking you in and you, f- you feel it. And then there's something that happens at the end where you're like, oh, you, oh, you got me. That, oh, that feels so like frustrating but satisfying. So, Ooh. yeah. Um, I, I, I randomly saw it on SBS one time and thought I should recommend it. Cool. Sounds cool. You, I feel like you do a good job of always um, recommending like local productions. Thank you. Good job. I want my All right. So if you head over to our website, you'll see that each of us has ranked every body swap film we have reviewed on the podcast. So my question is, where are we all going to put Here Comes the Bride on our lists? All right. I'm going to put it in between Life is Easy, the uh, New Zealand miniseries that we watched, and The Dude in Me, which is like the Korean body swap that we watched. <clears throat> I'm putting it similarly placed. Uh, mine is actually two above The Dude in Me. So it's between Vice Versa and Miss Granny. Okay, I'm putting it in between child's play and dating the enemy because why not? I don't know. It can't go above <laughs> every. It can't go above every day, can it? 
<laughs> well, which it's one above, did you enjoy it's more? It's above Freaky Friday. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the two. Is it the two thousand and three one? Because that no, one's the it's musical. Two thousand eighteen. Oh. oh right. That's, no, that yeah. is the musical one, isn't it? Yeah, two, oh, okay. the musical one's 2018. Yeah, okay, so oh, I'm right. good with that. But Child's Play and Dating the Enemy, that's fine. <laughs> There's one there called The Swap. No idea what that, no idea what I think that, that was, was like the third that, one we did. That's the Disney Channel one where the, the mobile phones make them swap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he wouldn't take his clothes off while he was swapped because he was being respectful to the girl. Yeah, you know how every teenage boy's like that? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know they're like... The uh the they're both like uh like major stars in the Karate Kid series, the Cobra Kai show. Yeah, yeah, they're like main cast, so like they're together again. Yeah, mm. the, the pairing everybody was craving, that <laughs> <laughs> nobody was craving. <laughs> All right, so next episode, how could we possibly follow up a five person body swap? Um, a six-person body swap. With something that Katrina will actually watch with me. Rat roll. Well, I don't know. Uh, how well does she do with horror? Uh, like she, like if if you're talking about Get Out, she'll she'll like t- she'll take she'll take it for something good. You know what okay. I mean? Like, yeah, not she's not into horror for horror's sake but if there's something that's being like classed as like oh this is actually an exception to the horror slasher genre she will give it a go how about a horror comedy from the director (laughs) of Lindsay lohan's i know who killed me (laughs) (laughs) wait which one's the the horror comedy i know who killed me or this one that we're about to watch this one we're about to watch (laughs) Um, so I it's... think she can, uh, yeah, she can go to bed early, and I'll, me and Tommy will, my son will watch this one. <laughs> so this this film is a, a collaboration between that that guy uh, who directed uh, I Know He Killed Me and uh, Lucky McKay, who directed the horror cult classic May. I don't know if you've seen it with Anna Faris. No. Um, but anyway, it's is that a, one a comedy? Uh, it's kind of a mix. Is that a body swap? Can we do that? N- no. <laughs> uh, Anna Ferris body God swap? God damn it. Yeah. Uh, Wait, Anna F- surely in her catalogue of like average films, you Anna sweet Ferris baby. Has- baby. Baby wait, Angel. Oh, wait, the hot chick. <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't swap. That's true. Um, She'd be good. She would derail this so much. Let, let's, let's write that film, send her the script. But in the meantime, <laughs> um, we will be reviewing a movie called All Cheerleaders Die, where a rebel girl signs up a group of cheerleaders to help her take down the captain of their high school football team, but a supernatural turn of events thrusts the girls into a different battle. Ah. This will be... uh, Maybe we'll get some freaky vibes from this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. Serial killer. (laughs) I'm thinking, like, to me, it sounds a bit like Jennifer's body kind of vibes. I'm down with that. Which is a great movie. So mm. I always like a cheerleader film because like, you would, <laughs> you pig. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, because they're like they're not real. They're they're like this this fake thing that American TV has, and I always enjoy like the they're like um, like one thing I just like can't understand is elves or something. Why, <laughs> <laughs> why do they wear the cheerleading uniform every day? Like, surely no one would want that. Like, hmm. I don't know. Don't they have like they've got like lycra shorts underneath? It's probably like really like you know lax. You yeah, know but I mean? girls are like would want to be like doing their fashion and shit. Especially like all the popular girls, wouldn't they be wanting to? You know. Well, hopefully this film answers this <laughs> question, all those questions, <laughs> and more. <laughs> uh, uh, it sounds like it's going to be terrible. Like. What we say about it is going to be shit. <laughs> I always feel like we find our groove, like at the end of the episode. <laughs> Not tonight, though. I feel like- I re- let's let's talk about uh, this film again. Let's start at the top. All right, old people having sex with young people. Go. Oh lord. <laughs> All right. On that note. <laughs> 
Um, it was great uh, getting the gang back together. Look forward to the next one. Woohoo! Um, and so, so until next time, don't be a piece of shit on the ground. <laughs> DPW and review us on iTunes or Spotify. It's not that fucking hard. Just fucking do it. <laughs> and this is why Lucy's son can't listen to the podcast. <laughs> so you say a lot of stuff about like sucking dicks. And- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just general. Like, it's not just on the podcast. Uh, uh, but yeah, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. And I was Brendan Levi. Your body's a wonderland, not a wasteland. <laughs> Thank you. No, I think it, it, it's a wasteland if you don't fucking review us on iTunes, you piece of shit. Your body is wasteland. <laughs> Do you know I went to a jo- John Mayer yeah, concert Yeah, you once? did. <laughs> is the music playing over us right now? I think <laughs> so. <laughs> like the, I've, been to a co- I've been to a Coldplay concert. <laughs> now you go, Brendan. Like... As the film, as the, like, is the podcast over or are, are people still listening to us right now? Well, okay. If you're listening to yeah. us, send us an email to let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Do what did you, what's your concert like that, Brendan? My concert like. Coldplay or what? John Coldplay Mayer. Or- Sh- shameful concert. Oh, shameful concert. Also, I kind of stand by mine. Like the era of Coldplay I saw, I'm here for it. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't think. I like I only went John. To really good John ones. Mayer is a bad dude. As if you. What ska <laughs> band did you go to? Mighty Mighty Boss John Mayer is a bad never dude. Was, Paul. Never was I have, into Mighty Mighty Boss I have listened to a podcast about Jessica Simpson, and he's a bad guy. <laughs> Look, I he, regret no ska. <laughs> bands that I went and saw. Thank you very much. Look, I was on the, I the concert kind of turned me off of John Mayer. I like you go to a John Mayer, you go to a John Mayer concert. I just want him to play fucking Body Is a Wonderland and be sexy. And then he was just like, "Let's do a thirty-minute guitar solo." And I'm like, "This is not what I'm here for." And the mighty mighty Bustones, the impression that I get. Is a one-hit wonder. They don't represent the community. Stop bringing him up, Lucy. Yeah, but it was in um, <laughs> fucking my brother the pig, so it's always going to be a part of this podcast. So as was the hair machine theme. This is it. What is? All right, we need to end now. See you. Bye. 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 The Swapcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Too Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.